Everyone has questions. Why am I here? Where will I go when I die? Is there really truth? But not everyone has biblical answers. Welcome to The Pastor Study, a ministry of pastorstudy.org. Join us now as we study the Bible to draw closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Tom Brock. Welcome to the Pastor's Study. A few months ago, you maybe saw in the news was the United Methodist Church. The reason why they were in the news is this. The liberal bishops of the United Methodist Church in America have been wanting to push the pro-gay stuff through for many years. They want to have practicing homosexual pastors. They want churches to do gay weddings. But the reason the United Methodists have not allowed that like the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America does, the United Church of Christ, the Episcopal Church, the PC, USA Presbyterians, they've all gone for the gay movement, but the liberal Methodist bishops can't get it through into the United Methodist Church because the United Methodists allow internationals to vote at their conventions and Methodists from Asia and Africa will have nothing to do with homosexuality. So it was in the news that it came to a head again, they keep bringing it up, and the liberals lost again. So now there may be a big split in the United Methodist Church. I'm a Lutheran. The day after the Methodists voted to not do gay weddings and have practicing homosexual pastors, the main preacher at my seminary that I graduated from many years ago, Luther Seminary, it's a seminary of the liberal evangelical Lutheran Church in America, the preacher gets up in the chapel service and tells people that he's heartbroken that the, ELCA, that the United Methodists did not affirm practicing homosexuals for pastors. Uh, he praised the LGBTQIA plus pastors in the ELCA Lutheran Church, and then he said this, I have heard the voice of Jesus emboldening the defiant acts of justice. I have heard the voice of Jesus calling us to dismantle heterosexism. Do you know a verse in the Bible where Jesus tells us to dismantle heterosexism? I mean, I heard that and I thought, time for me to do another heresy update. Periodically on this program, I will bring up the horrible things that have been happening in some of our denominations. Some of the things you're going to hear now, you're going to think I'm making them up. I'm not. You can, you can go to Facebook, type in the words, Pastor Tom Brock. All of the things I'm going to tell you now are, um, are there for you to read and check out. But... Um, this is going to get depressing, but don't touch that tile. You need to hear what's going on. You need to hear if you're in a good or a bad church. And if you're in a bad denomination, time to take your money, time, and talents, jump ship, and join a good biblical denomination. So let me take you through heresy going on in Lutheran churches, United Church of Christ churches, Presbyterian churches, Methodist churches, Please listen. Let's pray first. Father, we do want to pray for anyone watching this program and maybe they're giving their money to a church that is using it for evil purposes. We would pray, Lord, that everyone listening to this program would discern whether to switch churches or not. 
And Lord, we pray for the church that somehow you will grant it repentance. Speak to us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. For many years, I was a pastor in the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. It's very liberal. Uh, ELCA, the Evangelical, it's not. Lutheran, it's not. Church, I don't know. In America, they're in America, one out of four. Some people call the ELCA the extremely liberal church in America. Some people call it the everything Luther cautioned against church or every Lutheran confession abandoned. Let me tell you why people call the ELCA that. I, I, because I'm a Lutheran, I, I joined a more biblical branch of Lutheranism now, but because I'm a Lutheran, I'm gonna mainly tell you about the ELCA shenanigans. Here we go. ELCA pastor Nadia Bowles Weber spoke to 31,000 teenagers last summer and more recently, she was interviewed by a podcast. She and her husband have divorced, and in the podcast, this woman is in full standing as a pastor of the ELCA. She talks to the interviewer about how much she is enjoying sex outside of marriage with her new boyfriend. Quote, Boy, I get together with my boyfriend and start having sex, and it was like, holy S. I won't say the word. I was like, it felt like an exfoliation of my whole spirit. I'm like, this is so good for my brain chemistry, my body and my heart. I'm like, F man, why in the world would the church say not to do this? Like I could tell it was what I needed and it was so good. She's one of the most popular speakers in the ELCA. Then, she's, she, maybe you've heard this, she was going to do it, now she's done it. She doesn't like the purity ring movement where young men and women wear rings to tell God they want to be pure till their wedding. So she called for people to send in their purity rings so she could melt them down into a vagina sculpture and hand it to Gloria Steinem, the feminist, to thank Gloria for her wonderful work. Well, she did that recently. When she spoke at that teen convention last summer, she had all the 31,000 teenagers say out loud after her, I renounce the lie that queerness is anything other than beauty. And then, and this to me is the lowest point to which the ELCA Lutherans have sunk, at that teen convention, they brought an 11-year-old boy who thinks he's a girl on stage to promote transgenderism. I'm not making this up. A new item. Before 2009, the ELCA did not ordain practicing homosexuals. They did not allow homosexual marriages. Now they do. So the bishops are revamping the standards for clergy, what the ELCA clergy have to follow. First, they apologize to the LGBT pastors, quote, we express our profound grief and deep regret for the times the old uh, vision and expectations were used to single you out, to marginalize and block people seeking to be leaders in this church. This has caused considerable pain to those who historically have been marginalized. No, what caused a lot of pain to the ELCA is when they did that, and tons of people have left the ELCA, and they should. Uh, uh, we are apologizing for that. Then. 
um, they proposed the new standards for clergy. Those who serve as ELCA pastors reflect a variety of sexual orientations and diverse gender identities. In the ELCA, we require marriage before cohabitation for pastors. Now, did you get that? What they're saying is, if you're homosexual and you have a gay sex partner, you need to get married to that person now. Do you see how bizarre that is? What if the pastor later comes to discover, yeah, but the Bible says gay sex is a sin, but now they've been saddled with a marriage at the insistence of the bishops? This is the strange new world of the ELCA. Another item. Last Christmas, an ELCA Lutheran church in Baltimore held a, quote, queer Christmas pageant. You go to their website, queerness is holy, and uh, this church seeks to be a place where false binaries are left behind. In other words, male and female, we've got to leave that behind. Wait a minute. Jesus said, quote, God who made them at the beginning made them male and female. It's not a false binary according to Jesus. It's the way God made us. Just when you think it can't get any worse, I graduated from Luther Theological Seminary and ELCA Seminary. Recently, one of the homosexual seminarians got up in the chapel building and did a drag performance in the chapel building of Luther Seminary. In recent past, Luther Seminary brought in a transgender preacher to preach on the Transgender Day of Remembrance. Uh, a few months ago, they honored National Coming Out Day for homosexuals at the Luther Chapel worship service. And then they brought in a womanist feminist pastor for the Luther Seminary worship service. She had everybody join hands in a circle and imagine that they were in the womb of God the Mother. Now, let's move to the ELCA seminary down in Chicago, Lutheran School of Theology in Chicago. A seminary student got in chapel and preached, quote, Jesus was in many ways queer. Now, did the seminary discipline her for saying that? Nope, they put her sermon on their website. Here's the teaching of the head bishop of the ELCA Lutheran Church, Elizabeth Eaton, quote, human sexuality and gender identity is a beautiful mystery. Trans people, like all people, are beloved by God. Well, wait a minute. Yes, God loves everyone. I'm a sinner too. He loves me, messed up as I am. But sexual rebellion and sexual sin, Bishop Eden, are not beautiful. And you're not being loving by telling people that. According to 1 Corinthians 6, fornicators, adulterers, idolaters, homosexuals will not go to heaven. It's not beautiful. It's called sin. The ELCA has a magazine called the Living Lutheran Magazine. They only print pro-gay articles in that magazine. When the 2009, 2009 decision to ordain homosexuals came about, it was 
said, we're going to honor conservative and liberal views. Nope, they don't. Not anymore. I'm part of a group called One by One, a, a Christian ministry that helps people out of homosexuality. We, we contacted the Living Lutheran ELCA National Magazine saying, we'd like to pay money to put an ad in your magazine about our ministry. They wouldn't allow it. This, a recent edition of the ELCA National Magazine had an article on yoga and drumming. It quotes an ELCA pastor who said, I had a deeply profound experience of God's presence following yoga class. She combines the Hindu practice of yoga with Christian devotions. Over 35 churches use her yoga class for God's healing presence through yoga. A yoga class member said, Sometimes I think the whole yoga group is experiencing something at the same time. I believe it's the Holy Spirit. Yoga is Hindu. It's not Christian. Another item. If you go to the ELCA National website, ELCA.org, check this out. They're always coming out with liberal pronouncements on current events. For instance, when the Supreme Court ruled that transgenders may be allowed not to be in the military, that that is, is constitutional. Quickly, they jumped on, no, 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 can't do that. But some months ago, when the state of New York passed a radical law affirming abortion right up to the day of delivery, what did the ELCA say? Absolutely nothing. Why? Because the ELCA, get this, pays for abortions with offering dollars in their health care plan. I was part of the movement to stop that years ago. We lost two to one. The ELCA pays for abortion for any reason in its ELCA health care plan. Now, I am on a very liberal clergy page with liberal ELCA Lutheran pastors. And yesterday, I put an item on, and I knew I was going to get attacked, but I said, Years ago, when I was an ELCA Lutheran, I got a letter from a, a, a mother, I think a pastor's wife, who was so glad the ELCA was there to pay for my 16-year-old daughter's abortion. And I said, you're offering dollars at work. A liberal ELCA pastor responded, Tom, who makes you judge and jury over this little girl? From what I gather of Jesus, he tells us to judge not. Instead of reacting with condemnation over this abortion, why not react with compassion? Do you know what she was facing? Do you know the circumstances? Personally, get this, this is an ELCA pastor. I am grateful for the insurance company who stays out of these decisions and, and pays for the procedure. It's hard enough as it is to compound that with judgment of the insurance company would be even worse. I responded. It is tragic to me that a pastor thinks it's okay to destroy an unborn child with the offering dollars of the people of God. It is not compassion to affirm abortion. It's neither compassionate for the mother nor the child. He wrote me back. Tom, what is tragic is how many people who claim to be pro-life pro -life really don't care about the woman at all. You obviously don't, nor would I imagine you would help this young woman to raise the child. Stop judging. I responded back. You claim many pro-life people and I don't care about the woman at all? 
But it isn't the pro-choice people who run crisis pregnancy centers and help women before and after childbirth to take care of the newborn. It is more accurate to say that the pro-choice people don't care about the woman and child. They prefer the quick and easy solution of killing the baby. Using offering dollars to kill unborn children is as low as the ELCA has stooped with the possible exception of putting an 11-year-old boy who thinks he is a girl on stage to promote transgenderism to 31,000 Lutheran teenagers last summer. Huh. Well, let's turn, believe it or not, there is a denomination more liberal than the ELCA Lutherans. It's called the United Church of Christ, the Congregationalists. Here's the item. Earlier this year, a United Church of Christ congregation in Duluth, Minnesota, held a hot dish bake-off to pay for abortions for women who can't afford them. And you know, even some Baptists are getting liberal. Now, the Baptist church, God bless them, tends to be very biblical on moral issues. But I went to Bethel University years ago. I'm a Lutheran, but I graduated from this wonderful uh, Bethel Baptist, it was, it's a Baptist college, and it was wonderful when I graduated. But today when I walk through the halls of Bethel, I'll see the gay rainbow stickers on some of the professor's doors. Recently, the College Democrats at Bethel hosted a, an abortion forum, uh, giving different views on abortion. And they had four Bethel professors on stage and I, was, I watched the whole thing. I'm hoping they're going to come out pro-life. Not one of them did. You know their main point? Abortion is a complex issue. No clear stand for, for the unborn at all. One of the professors said this to the Christian students at Bethel. Most of you honestly will have or have had premarital sex. It is a delusion to think that good Christian kids are different sexually than secular kids. And then recently... The pro-gay activists were trying to ban reparative therapy in Minnesota. That's helping people out of homosexuality. So they're trying to ban it. One of the Bethel professors went to the legislature and testified against uh, allowing people to have reparative therapy and in favor of what the gay activists were doing. Pray for Bethel. I mean, it's, it, it's not as wacko as the ELCA colleges like Augsburg, but it's become more liberal than I, I would want to send anyone to. All right, I've saved the worst for last. <laughs> this is not a problem just for Lutherans. The, uh, the UCC Congregationalists, the Presbyterian Church USA, the United Methodists, uh, these churches all are moving in this direction, and, and some have jumped off the cliff. So here's, here's the cliff jumper, the last one. Make your own goddess totem, says feminist ELCA Lutheran Church. A feminist congregation of the ELCA Lutherans called Her Church held its Goddess Harvest Festival in which people were invited to form their own clay statue of the goddess to take home. Shamanism was practiced at the festival. The church holds a monthly goddess painting class in which participants may paint 12 different goddesses, such as the goddess of Willendorf, the ancient Neolithic mother goddess. The purpose of this is to help people worship God the mother. This has been going on for years, and the ELCA has done nothing to discipline this church. And when people have complained to the Bishop of California who oversees that church, his response was, yes, her church pushes the envelope, but it has good Lutheran preaching. 
wait a minute. So you can, you can be a Lutheran and worship pagan goddesses. This is the strange new world of the ELCA, of the Lutheran, uh, of the Presbyterian Church USA, of the Episcopal Church, and the United Church of Christ. My point in all this is time to jump ship. If you are giving money to one of these denominations, there's good, there's good options. There's good Lutheran denominations, good Methodist denominations, good Presbyterian denominations that you can, that you can join. And I'll just close with this. There was a woman who became a Christian and somebody said to her at work, what's the difference now between you and me now that you're a Christian? And the lady said, one letter. You love the world, I love the word. If you are going to a church that loves the world, time to jump ship and find a good church that loves the word. I just got a letter a couple days ago. Dear Pastor Brock, I'm an ELCA Lutheran. I agree with you. I don't like what they're doing, but I believe I'm supposed to stay in my church and try to be an influence for change. Well, I did that for many years and it never got better. It's getting darker and darker. And if I could talk to her, I'd say, um, that ship has sailed. <laughs> Time for you to find a good church where you can joyfully give your money and not pay, perhaps, for abortions with offering dollars. Hope you find a really good church, and, and I hope you go to church every week. Amen. Well, this is the question and answer time, and Jackie normally sits there to ask me the questions, but this is a, a second show we've had to do without Jackie. She had an accident. She's doing okay. She's on the mend, uh, but uh, for this week, it is just me asking me the questions. <laughs> so let's get into this. Here we go. And pray for Jackie, if you would. How did these denominations become so unbiblical? I mean, the Lutheran Church, all of the Lutheran denominations, Presbyterian denominations, congregational denominations, Episcopal denominations, they all used to be biblical. What happened to get the craziness I just preached about? I mean, my grandma was a Lutheran. If she would see what the ELCA Lutheran Church has become, she wouldn't believe it. I have a hard time believing that in my lifetime that these denominations have become so radically heretical. What happened? Well, bit by bit, the church stopped believing in the authority of Scripture. And, well, maybe that page isn't true, and maybe this didn't really happen. And when you, when you let go of the authority of the Word of God, you come up with whatever you want. And that's what we've got, the church of anything goes. So again, like I preached, find a good biblical church. What denominations are good? Well, um, if you're a Lutheran, you can go to the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. They're biblical. You can go to the uh, Free Lutheran Church. You can go to the LCMC Lutheran Church. They tend to be very biblical, although they ordain women, which I don't believe in. Um, you can, if you're a Presbyterian, I'd leave the Presbyterian Church USA, and I would join the Presbyterian Church in America. They're very biblical. Um, if you're a Methodist, the United Methodist Church has both conservatives and liberals in it. So do these other churches, but it's more pronounced. So you find a good United Methodist Church or you join the Free Methodist. But there's good alternatives for you. What do you think of non-denominational churches? Well, they tend to be Baptist, but they tend to be 
the non-denominational churches, the real big ones, they tend to be pretty biblical uh, because the liberal churches have shrunk, but people want the Word of God. So non-denominational churches tend to be pretty good, although you know, I would disagree with them on baptism of the Lord's Supper, but other than that, they tend to be biblical. What churches are cults? You can spot a cult because they'll deny the Trinity. The Bible teaches there's one God in three equal and eternal persons, God the Father who made us, God the Son who died for us, God the Holy Spirit who lives within us. Not three gods, one God in three persons, but the cults deny the Trinity. For instance, Jehovah's Witnesses do not believe Jesus is God. They reject the Trinity as of the devil. They'll tell you that the word Trinity is nowhere in the Bible, and they're right, the word isn't, but the concept of the Trinity you can find in the first paragraph. So read the first paragraph. God created, Spirit of God moving, God said, and that's the word of God, Jesus, let there be light. Stay away from the Mormons. They believe in thousands of gods, and that you can become a god if you're a good Mormon. You can stay away from the New Age churches, from the Unity Church, which basically teaches you are the, co the collective Christ consciousness. Pentecostals are normally fine, but there's a group called the United Pentecostals or the Oneness Pentecostals, and they, they think only Jesus is God, and they believe God temporarily was the Father and the Spirit, but and no, the Bible teaches one God in three eternal persons, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So I, and the and, uh, United Pentecostals tend to teach that you have to speak in tongues to be saved, but the Bible says, no, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved whether you speak in tongues or not. So stay away from the cults. Uh, next. What are the basic teachings that all Christians believe? Well, number one, what I just said, the Trinity. Number two, that we're saved by the cross of Christ by grace and not by our good works. All Christians believe in the second coming of Christ. Uh, we believe in the resurrection of the dead. Uh, so those are some of the, the basics. Because my church has become such a mess, I don't go to church anymore and I just read the Bible by myself. No, you don't. <laughs> the Bible commands you in Hebrews chapter 9 to be in church. And if you're not in church, you're sinning. So there are good churches out there still. Find a good church and go every Sunday. Yes, this has been a depressing half an hour, but again, I urge you, if you're in a bad church, jump ship. If you're not in church, find a good biblical church where they believe in the Trinity, salvation by grace alone, and start going every week. That is our show for today. Pray for Jackie, and I would ask you to pray for us. We pray that um, we'd be able to expand. The, the more uh, support we get, the more we add cities to see our show. So if you've been blessed by this show, you'll see our address in a minute. You can go to pastorstudy.org, support us that way, or there'll be an address. And if you want to see all of our shows for free, go to our website, pastorstudy.org. If you have a, a member of a liberal church that needs to see this show, just go to our website. and There's a bunch of shows on heresy. And, and we'll see you next time at the Pastor Study. Thank you for watching the Pastor Study. You can watch more of our programs at pastorstudy.org. We are on the air preaching the gospel of Christ because of our generous support of you, our viewers. Would you consider supporting our ministry? You may do so at pastorstudy.org. Or write the Pastor Study, P.O. Box 41294, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55441. May the blessing of our one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you today and always. If you've been blessed by the pastor's study, 
Would you consider a tax-deductible gift to help us reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ? You can donate at our website, pastorsstudy.org, two S's, or mail a check to the Pastor's Study, P.O. Box 41294, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55441. May the Lord bless you and have a wonderful week.